0: Everybody, thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Catinas. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but if you're listening now or watching now on YouTube, uh, you are listening to the 100th episode of this show. Um, <laughs> you'll probably you'll probably notice that uh, the scene here is a little different than the past 99 episodes, and that is intentional i wanted this episode to be special for all of our supporters our listeners our viewers and you know i was reflecting this morning before we started recording just on it's been almost two years now since this show started it'll the the birthday of the show is july 14th so from the time this episode comes out it'll be about four weeks away from from two years but over these past 100 weeks now, it's really been a a blessing for me to be a part of uh, all these different conversations that I've gotten to have with uh, people who I know really well. Some people I don't know that well. Um, but if you know me, you probably wouldn't think that I'm a super talkative guy. Um, and the truth is I'm not. I, I, I don't feel like I... Um, necessarily want to talk all the time, but for a 100 weeks now, I've at least once, once a week sat down for an hour or so and just talked, and that wouldn't have been possible if it weren't for the people like you who are listening to this show, watching this show, who support us every week, and especially to those of you who support us financially. Um, this episode is for you guys, because without you, there's no way we would have made it to a 100 episodes. Wow. And so I want to thank you um, on behalf of my family for all of your support, um, for your generosity, and continued support moving forward. And I want to remind everyone that if you'd like to become a partner of not only this show, but also the Katinas ministry in general, uh, the best way to do that is to visit thekatinas.com, and you'll find a Give button there on the website. Just click that, and it'll take you to where you need to go. And um, thank you in advance for that. So Like I said earlier, today's a little different. I don't just have one guest. I have five guests, which is a a different challenge for me. It's uh, if you're only listening and you can't see the video, I'm here with my dad and my four uncles. um, And we're here in what do you guys call this? 5K HQ. There's there's lots. (laughs) There's lots of different names for it. But we're here in the home um, where the Katinas operate from. Uh, A lot of what you guys do, almost all of what you guys do, starts here in this home. And so, you know, over the last 100 weeks, I've been asking this question to my guests, what's going on at home? And I think it's appropriate that for episode 100, we're in a different home. um, And I'd love to ask you guys, as we begin the next season of this podcast, if whoever wants to talk could share about what this home is, how long you guys have been here, and um, what all goes on here at home.
1: Well, first of all, Josh, I just want to say congratulations to you on 100 shows, 100 episodes. Big time, man. And uh, it's not just the Welcome Home podcast, but it's really you um, just driving this vision, and it's been awesome to, to see the progression, and here we are. It's a little different. When I think about this home, and we were just talking about it, We've been in it for close to five years, and a lot has happened. Uh, I'm thinking particularly uh, about three years ago, when when everything shut down, we almost were living in this home, Mm. Uh, the five of us and our whole team, which is basically our nephews and nieces. Courtney's here with us, and a lot has happened here, a lot of prayer, a lot of uh, just brainstorming, like, wh- what do we do? How, how do we figure out what what this all looks like? And so this home is special because um, I think while we didn't have all the answers, we figured some things out in this room and we implemented it. We, you know, slowly but surely, we, we got gear to operate, to, to do what we do, uh, especially uh, virtually online, like the podcast, so this this home has been special we've actually been talking about how do we feel like we're kind of outgrowing it but uh for however long we're going to be in this home i I believe that um the message the content everything that we've done i i I believe if, if even one person uh has tuned in it's been worth it all so it's been great
2: yeah this space uh it means a lot like uncle james said I believe it was February of uh, this year. We uh, came back from taking a a month off, and uh, it was our first time back in the office in this place. And I remember I wasn't that excited to be back, but uh, once things started going, man, I realized like, wow, this is this is what we get to do. And prepare, we rehearse. There are certain days where we start our days off with uh, prayer meeting, and uh, this is also where. We house all of our merchandise, and it's cool, man, to be out on the road and see people come to our concerts or church services wearing our gear, and it all starts from here. Right here down the hall, we have some of the Love Squared interns, and they live here uh, for several months, and so, yeah, a lot goes on here, man.
1: I feel like I could write a book about this home. It's uh, uh, for about four and a half years this was actually where i lived Mm -hmm. um you know going through one of the darkest seasons of my life um my partners my brothers you know when i was just trying to transition and navigate through separation and, and divorce were kind enough to say hey man there's an extra room you know the back room on the left um have at it and so uh it really was um you know it, it's it's it was different because you're working in this space, but then yet you live here I never uh experienced that in my life so um I'll always remember that and just uh literally launched me into um where I'm at now yeah. uh, married again and and uh but it was if it wasn't for this space and and this home that it really was my sanctuary um I don't think I'd be here. And so uh, it's it's significant for me.
0: Thanks, Uncle. I uh yeah, just thinking about this place over the years there's a lot of stories. One just came to mind um while you guys were talking and right up against that wall right there um back in 2020 during the <laughs> pandemic there used to be a desk there with a computer on it and um in that spot, I feel like something special started for you, Uncle Yeti. And uh, that's where you started learning um, just the very basics of music production. That's where you started teaching. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you remember those times? Absolutely. Well, I actually remember before that desk, we actually, there used to be a wall right behind me. And in, so that was a separate room. And I remember I had just come home from college and I didn't have a job, um, didn't really have anything to do with my time, and you actually reached out to me, Uncle Yetzi, and you said, Josh, I know you know a little bit about recording music and stuff. I really would like to start creating tracks. Um, Do you think you could come over to the house, and we can do that? And so we sat in this room, and I think we did, um, we recorded like uh the national anthem in here wow. do you guys remember that yeah, Sure do. and then um maybe some worship songs that was at the very beginning you were just playing the keys and i was running on my old laptop um but eventually it turned into this right here kind of your guys's first studio um what are your memories of that time back i guess three years three years ago now uncle
3: yeah i'm really grateful for that time josh because up until that time um you know we would always uh Work with other producers, and whoever had a studio available. So um, I, I say that good things come out of the pandemic. Uh, it was when uh, we were just shut down, and uh, <clears throat> sometimes we need to get shut down, you know, to to, to learn new things. Um, and uh, <laughs> what was that? Two, three years ago, and uh, man, <laughs> you you taught me, you know the basics, and so I, I'd go home, and, and uh, Auntie would come up, hey, it's 4 a.m., <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, I was just going crazy, uh, the, the other thing I learned, too, Josh, I might have shared this with you, but sometimes I, late at night, I'm just putting layer after layer of all this stuff, like, oh, yeah, and then I go to sleep, and then I wake up in the morning, I go, this is Buns. Terrible, man. It's like, you're like, oh my god. So the I goal, learned, the goal was to fill up all the space. Yeah, when you're tired, you oh, need to go to sleep. You need to go to sleep. You know, it's that actually good, it's man.
0: funny you said. I was actually talking to a guy. Um, Alexis introduced me to him. He actually said years ago he played drums on one of your guys' projects. Yeah. Uh, his name was ben phillips yeah
3: oh yeah totally
0: ben's a mixing engineer now but yeah i was just kind of talking music production with him and he he actually said that there is a science behind um why the stuff you make at night sounds bad the next day and he was basically saying like our ears just like any other muscle in our body they get fatigued yeah and so if you're doing stuff late at night your your ears yeah. are actually tired. Yeah. And so it's not going to sound the same in the morning. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He said that all of his like heavy work, he always does first thing in the morning when his ears wow. are the freshest.
3: But Ooh, um, That's good, man. You're still teaching me. Teaching. That's, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's just what Ben Phillips <laughs> yeah. told me.
0: So um, oh. there is a reason the desk isn't there anymore because yeah. Uncle Yeti would be here too <laughs> late. Um, yeah. I'm j- just going through memories now of... The pandemic was kind of when I first started spending more time at this house. Mm -hmm. Uh, My brother used to live here. He did live here during Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I remember this was probably March 2020 when everything started uh, escalating. I was here late at night in the studio, and I was walking to my car out there in the driveway, and I saw on Twitter, or maybe somebody texted me, that... Um, the city of Nashville was closing down, and there had a stay shelter in place order in in nashville and I feel like that was uh the first time during that pandemic where I had a legitimate fear I was really scared, and it was here at this house and uh, you know if you think back all those those years ago now um it's easy to look back now and think with all, with all of our hindsight, we know what happened and we know, um, different things. But back then I felt like there was so much confusion. Like I didn't know, I had no idea is the, is the world just shutting down forever? Like I had no reason to believe it wasn't at that time. Um, but the next day I came back to this house and um, day after day, I come back, and Eli was here. Our, our brother Dan was here. Uncle John, you were here. And this home kind of became a, uh, a safe haven for me just because uh, as scared as I was, I, I knew that I could come here and be with people I loved and do things that I loved. But um, I'll, I'll, I'll move on. Still talking about this home, and Dad, maybe you can speak to this about for you guys as a ministry— and as a business as well. Um, You guys didn't always have an office, a home office. Uh, It's funny to to think that you guys made it for years without that. But I just want to ask you, Dad, or any of the uncles, what was it that made you feel like, okay, we need a different place? We need somewhere outside of our own living rooms that we can come to and work?
4: Man, that's a great question, Josh. You know, I think lately I've been talking a lot about failure, and mistakes and how, I think most of my life, I tried to, I mean, we have like, oh, we can't fail. We can't make mistakes. And I get where that thought comes from, but at the same time, I wanna encourage anybody watching, whether you're in a small business or you're doing music or you have, you wanna pursue something, man, you're gonna have to come to terms with, you're gonna fail, Uh, you're gonna make mistakes. Um, you know, every shot you don't take is a shot you miss. And I think for years, we just met, we literally met in our living rooms or dining rooms. We would move. And, you know, I think for me, I can't speak for uncles, there was a fear that, well, why spend money on somewhere where we can just meet for free? Mm-hmm. And by the grace of God, we made it. But, man, little by little, we what we didn't know is, our business was declining because we didn't make the wise decision to get an office space Mm -hmm. till I think it was uh, 2017 Mm -hmm. uh, when we were literally, I don't think I'm being dramatic, but we were one or two months away from closing down as far as a ministry and business to where we looked at our books and thought, Oh, man, why all of a sudden after this was after 25 years, if nothing, if something doesn't change, we're going to be out of business. And so we met with one of our friends who's been on the show, Jeff Helton, and he kind of took us through a couple of these, this two day strat op situation. And one of the things he said, he said, guys, you need to get an office space. You need to. And our first office space was like 750 square feet. Literally, I remember. remember that right? yeah. And we were so proud of that. Remember, I was so proud. But I, we were. I was scared too. Like, okay, we're already losing money. We're not sure if we're gonna make it uh past several months. And now we're paying seven hundred and fifty bucks for an office space. Wow. When I look back at that, I think, damn, I'm dang how how uh naive or foolish I was for thinking we're not gonna get our return on this. So. I think we outgrew that place less than a year? Yeah, close to a year. Close to a year, and then we came here. So uh, we needed this place. Um, it was worth the investment. It is worth the investment. Uh, as you guys were talking about the pandemic, I remember we a lot was learned here. I remember Eli learning how to edit uh, these worship yeah. uh, sir, sir, uh, uh, sets that yeah. we literally... That's how we earned a living for about six months during the pandemic. I remember when the wall was there, um, we had this big whiteboard. And I remember literally meeting after one of our prayer meetings. Now we pray every Monday when we're in town. Back then, dude, we were praying every day. I mean, and I remember it was desperate times. And I remember us writing the amount of money we had left in our accounts and saying, guys, we have six months. And if n- another dollar doesn't come in, then we got to start figuring out what we're going to do. So I thank God for his provision. I thank God for his faithfulness. Uh, but I want to say that moving to this place came out of a place of just mis- making mistakes and failure. And um, I know we're not done failing or making mistakes, but thank God f- for where we're at today. Yeah, One,
3: one thing, Josh, is uh, uh, that I can remember... Uh, <clears throat> about this office it was like a uh it was like a a a refuge um for me in the in the very beginning because prior to the pandemic we were doing about 100 shows a year Mm -hmm. and so we are gone and and that that was just our cadence and all of our families got used to that and then when the shutdown happened all our dates were canceled and then and and Auntie and I are empty nesters, and so there are no girls there, just auntie and I and um man we we just started talking about a lot of things that we avoided in in the past years, you know just because i'm I'm not home um and so you know <laughs> the office was like. Woo! <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hold that conversation. I'll be back. Your, your exhale, your I'm your going to the room. spa. Yeah
3: yeah, 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 exactly. The, the man uh, spa. Uh, um, but but I gotta say that uh, a lot of uh, the the fault was on, on my part. You know, just uh, uh, talking about different things that we needed to talk about, and and now you know, I'm three years removed from the uh, beginning of the pandemic, man. I'm just grateful for an amazing uh, wife. You know, uh, um, we, we we've learned a lot of things. You know, you yeah. think, man, you know, 30 years in the marriage, you, you you got it all. But man, yeah. I would say these last three years have been a uh, just a growing spurt in, in in our relationship. So grateful for that. But um, Joe, you were talking about um, you know the office, and I think that one thing that we've experienced as a small business is is you know, like trying to toe the line between being conservative, but then also taking calculated risks when 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 you need to, you know, to grow. To grow. And you know, small businesses are out there, and uh, it's tough to navigate. But I think I think you have to have both. You have to um, believe for an office space and um, <clears throat> and stretch yourself and and just not settle.
1: That's you know. good. Oh, you know, one thing I learned. Uh, Josh, but being here <laughs> in the office slash my home, was, uh, you know, we our, our dad was in the Marines, and uh, of course, there's 19 kids between us, and so um, having kids and uh, trying to teach them, you know, to clean their rooms, mm-hmm. this and the other. Uh, I learned that my version of a clean room <laughs> versus, you know, four single guys, <laughs> their version of a oh clean yeah. room was different <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'll leave it at that yeah.
2: the other thing Josh you know the, the office man I'm so grateful for this place uh, and I think it's it's taken a while but pulling up it, it's amazing how my mind just automatically shifts to what are we gonna do uh, what are we gonna rehearse what are we gonna talk about the execution for me is at a different level because I think uh, that's what this office is uh, it's amazing, when I'm at home, I I probably say I don't sing at all. Mm-hmm. I don't sing in the shower, I don't sing around the house, because um, we do so much over here at the office and talking about the details. Matter of fact, when we're out on the road, I try to do my best by being in the moment, uh, being in service, uh, but I can't help when I close my eyes, I literally feel like I'm in the office because we rehearsed and sang these songs so many times. Uh, But yeah, so I'm grateful for this place that we can just come figure out what we're going to do, learn it. And uh, once we leave, it's family time, man.
0: Yeah. I, um, I'm thankful for this place too. And I'm thankful. I'm hopeful that uh, moving forward, many of our podcasts will be here in this house um, so people can see it. And, you know, I'm thinking, so this episode will come out end of June So where we're at right now, this hasn't happened yet, but by the time the episode does come out, um, it will be in the past that, um, there will be a doctor in the family. And, you know, I was, uh, last night I had the treat of watching your guys' hymns and stories show for the first time live. And as I was watching, I was, you know, hearing the stories about our family and, um, things that, you know, are landmarks in our family and i was thinking that you know that story's still being written and uh i think one of the stories that's going to be told years from now um is that from the humble beginnings of our family somehow someone became a doctor a doctor katina and so this will it'll be a few weeks in the past when this comes out but Uncle James, I'd love if you could just talk a little bit um, what it means to have a doctor in the family. Wow,
4: um, Uncle James is not the doctor. Yeah, yes. Uncle James <laughs> is not the doctor. Just to
1: clarify, I, I am the farthest thing from a doctor. He's the father of the doctor. Uh, you know, uh, Josh, I think that well. So, just think about the the name of this podcast, right? It's it's Welcome Home, Welcome Home with the Katina. So. So a lot of what we're even talking about, conversation we're having now, is just about the family, the, the home. Um, we shared in the show last night, really uh, snippets of the history of the Katina family. And um, it's humbling, when, when, even when we're performing, but it's humbling to, to, to think about the history of this family and and where we we come from, where we started from. And so fast forward, and I think about um, this journey that Jackson's been on. Uh, For people who don't know, uh, I I think it's an interesting part of his story is that uh, Jackson's always been athletic, you know, coming up as a kid, and really became a, A pretty good soccer player and as a matter of fact we thought that that may be a possibility for him to you know go to college on a a soccer deal or whatever a scholarship Uh, but he blew his knee out um, senior year in high school and that pretty much ended his uh, soccer career dreams or whatever the guy that was uh, the therapist that was uh, doing the rehab for jack uh, long story short, pretty much said, "Hey, you—you'd be a good therapist," mm-hmm. and that's really where the journey started. Wow. But mm-hmm. I think about, you know, the 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 re- resiliency, the grind that he's put in—all of that, you know, you have to have that. Uh, but but I, I think, and Jackson will say, a lot of where he's at in becoming a licensed physical therapist uh, just comes from this place of gratitude, uh, this place of acknowledging people who came before him, people that had courage. Maybe they were never doctors and would never become doctors, but some of those seeds that were planted in him allowed for him to take the opportunity. And uh, obviously I can't say enough About how proud I am of my son, that uh, he's the first, but I I believe he's just the first of many to come. You know that uh, it's um, and it's a testament. It's a testament to our forefathers. You know our great grandparents, our our grandparents, of course, uh, our mom and dad, and and so on. And and uh, I I, I'm I'm thankful that uh, Jackson has. A village, a tribe, a, a family of people that have contributed to where he's at. But it's it's a it's a blessing to be able to say that I'm a uh, a father of a doctor. You should be proud, really Uncle. Cool. Yeah,
0: I um I remember growing up, um, being young, and you know, you guys have lots of. Uh, um, loyal fans and supporters. And oftentimes people would come up to me or my cousins when we were, when we were younger and say, uh, So, are you guys going to sing like your dads when you grow up? Are you guys going to be a band? Are you guys going to be the next generation of the Katinas? And, you know, I'm sure maybe that was a dream when we were young for some of us, maybe some not. But as I get older and my cousins get older, I'm seeing new dreams. Um, come to fruition. Uh, Jackson is a great example of that, that he's doing something that, as far as I know, no one in our family has ever done before. And um, I don't know. I, I wonder if you guys can look back at your childhoods and young adult lives, because I, I assume that part of your dreams were to be doing what you're doing today, right? Um, but I'm not sure... I'm curious if you guys had the, the foresight to, to see the scope of our family and those dreams expanding uh, as generations come and, and, and go. What do you guys think yeah, about that? Man,
4: Josh, I've been listening a lot to uh, motivation, uh, motivational speakers a lot. And I know this is not a new concept, but one that uh, I've been playing on repeat this last week is choose your heart. Choose your heart it's hard to do what we've done to stay together working together as brothers for over 30 years that's really hard it's hard to do what our kids are doing to make a life Uh, literally you don't go to work with your brother courtney doesn't go to work with her everybody jackson is a doctor on his own so and and i was thinking about all of our kids the other day recently just how I mean, I hope I'm doesn't I don't doesn't come across uh, insensitive, but every one of them who are working are crushing it in their field. Man, that's and they had to choose their heart. You know, you guys could have chose to say, oh, we're all going to work together. That would have been really hard. What you're doing is really hard. So watching you guys. And. Uh, uh, at your different uh, industries and in your different fields grow and succeed. I I I think I echo what Uncle James said all of us could say we could not be more proud. You know Boston when this comes out Boston will just graduate. I I think you know I don't know what, what number is Boston graduating. Maybe 7 8 in all the in in our out of the 19 so far somewhere of there It doesn't get uh, any less emotional. Mm. I think if anything, maybe it gets more emotional because we realize in today's, not everybody graduates from high school and the things that people have to go through to graduate is I've been telling Uncle Jesse, man, celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. You don't ever want, we don't want to get uh, numb or just too familiar with accomplishments of our kids. So choose your heart. And and I want to say this about Jackson. I told uncles yesterday, man, I've had a stiff neck and bad shoulders for the last six months. Really, I'm serious. I'm going to preach a message someday on the gospel of therapy. Because I thought, I think physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I I know I felt this. Well, I'll I'll, I'll get better tomorrow. Uh, It'll change tomorrow. I'll get better. But if you don't do things to help you get better, you're not going to get better. So I almost went in to get surgery. And I talked to Jackson and he said, well, uncle, before you do that, why don't you come and see me? And if I'm honest, I think I've just never really believed in physical therapy. I've never been through it. But I think my feeling was like, well, what are they going to do? Man, yesterday was my second visit. I'm 80 percent better.
2: Wow. Nice,
4: man. I, and I'm like. And I told Jackson, he just laughed like, yeah. well, yeah, that's what we that's do. It. it works. And so I think if you're uh, listening to uh, to this podcast or you're watching, I don't know what your need is, maybe physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. Man, there's some good therapy out there. Some of it is going to church. Some of it is going to see a counselor. Some of it is going to see a physical therapist. But, man, there's help. There's, there's a lot of help. So I'm proud of Jackson. It's cool. When I walk in, he's the only guy. Yeah. There's like eight other girls young I say girls cuz they're all young yeah. I could be everyone's dad in there <laughs> they all respect him and that's man right. there's a pride in me that comes when when Jackson says yeah this is my uncle I'm treating my uncle and I'm yeah. like this dude is helping me to
0: live <laughs> without pain yeah that's
2: awesome that's awesome man
0: um speaking of therapy dad yeah uh I think I talked about this actually on Jackson's episode that um over the last maybe month or so, I've been going to therapy myself, um, and I'm actually going today. And maybe we can we can finish on this. It'll be kind of a fun thing. But one thing that I've been talking with my therapist about is learning to ask for things, um, and being confident in in the things that I want. Right, um, and so. One thing that he's taught me is that it's much much easier to get things if you ask for them. And so as this (laughs) as this Uh, people can't read your mind. Exactly. But as we move forward into this next uh, season of the podcast, um, it won't be all six of us every week. Right. Well, and hopefully we'll still have guests on and special guests. And I want to continue doing that for sure. But I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to ask for your for a podcast guest. Maybe they're out there listening, or maybe someone can tag them, or um, it can be anybody. I, you know, there's some people in my mind that are like, wow, it would be awesome to have them on on a podcast. Um, so I'll just give it over to you guys. If you can think of anyone that you'd like to have on here at home with Welcome Home with the Catinas, just say their names. <laughs>
4: Well, I've been listening to this guy, Eric Thomas, E.T. I I don't know where he's at in his faith. He's got to be a believer. But whether he is or not, he has the gift of motivating you and making you think uh, that it doesn't matter where your background is. I mean, it matters, but it doesn't matter. Mm. Your history is your history. Where you're going is what you do with today. And I don't know. I just I like and I, I don't. You know, I know there's moments, I, and I'm learning this in therapy that it's not always positive, and not always a day to go crush it. Some days it is necessary for sadness. Mm. Some days are days of grief. Some days are days of anger. Some days are days of questioning. But all days are days for growth. Mm. And so, uh, man, I, I Eric Thomas, if you're out there, yeah, Come anyone on
0: with Eric
1: Thomas connections, <laughs> yeah. mine would be. Uh, uh, he, he's he's a motivational speaker, coach, a uh, guy by the name of Tim Grover. Tim Grover. Uh, Tim Grover wrote the book Relentless. Um, he was a personal trainer for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and this guy. Uh, well, just even that book. I, I don't know him personally, but if you're out there, Tim, we'd love for you to come and join us. I, I think the idea of... Um, Going f- from good to great—that's the journey that that never ends, right? Uh, just like there's no, you know, from a human standpoint, you can't reach perfection, but it's okay to pursue. Just getting mm. better mm. and better, never totally. never settling. And I think um, I don't know his whole life story, but something tells me that that s- some things have happened to him, and and now he's been working with. You know, the best of the best. So he'd be a, a cool guy to Tim have. Tim Grover. Yeah. Uh, there's a young lady. she probably late 20s, early 30s, Jackie Hill Perry. Mm. I don't know if any of you follow her, but yeah, I follow I her. She's, she's awesome. Uh, and Her husband, Preston. Um, testimony is really all about transformation. Um, uh, living most of her life in urban America what's really intriguing to me about her is um, you know the way she talks about as urban as she is and she looks uh, just about holiness and righteousness yeah. and how she relates to the culture is is man it's 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 interesting but it's powerful and um, just by you know seeing the followers on social media you know she's making an impact. Yeah. I'd love to have her on.
0: Jackie Hill Perry. Yeah. Let's go Jackie. <laughs> Uncles, let's
1: do it. Yeah, I, I,
3: I'm um yeah, I, I'm excited about uh just the next 100 uh episodes of of this podcast. And sometimes I listen to podcasts and I'm like, man, it's a free education, man. It's a free education. But I was thinking about this uh this man that uh, auntie Kathy met and she's, she talked to him about being a guest and he would love to, he's 97 years old. He's a, uh, a uh, war veteran. And um, I always love uh, just talking to uh, just elderly people um, because I, I've, I've watched them, uh, uh, some of them during the pandemic, they're just unmoved. They're not moved by it. You know, they're just like, we we went through this in 19 whatever and uh so just to have somebody with some wisdom and i and uh, we were talking earlier about um our kids and and uh i feel like our I, I always tell our our kids i tell my girls you guys you're gonna do greater things greater things we the five of us worked really hard really hard but if if you guys don't do greater things than us, and yet the world is getting darker, and it, 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 the world needs more than um, there's a lot of people that are satisfied with just they die, they're on the top, and 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 I just I feel like our vision has always been um, our kids, they're gonna do off the chart stuff, um, and and it's it's amazing too because it doesn't look like what the, the five brothers yeah. did is yeah. different is the doctor is people in, in, uh, you know, branding, marketing, mm-hmm. uh, just all the, 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 gifts. And I'm excited about that, man. Um, and I think if we just keep getting guests, like, uh, you know, 97 year olds, just people who have experience, people who have wisdom, yeah. I think it'd be great. We <laughs> can learn from them. Josh, you'd probably
2: expect this from me after, uh, being on the podcast several times and how we end our conversations. I would like to have Stephen Ace, Smith here, man. <laughs> I was wondering if that was
0: gonna come up.
1: So we could pounce on him.
0: Stephen yeah, A. Stephen A. I don't know if you'll ever see this, but the Katinas want you here, man. We we I respect you. To Stephen address A. the
3: conundrums
0: <laughs> and the audacity. I uh I have I have two guests. I have lots, but two that I want to say out loud. And one is sports related and um, I'm just throwing it out there because I don't know if you guys have seen the um, general manager of the Warriors, at least for now, Bob Myers has yeah. been doing podcasts. Oh. I would love for Rob Polinka to come. Man. Rob, Rob let's, let's go. go. What's funny, go so on, Rob, Rob Polinka is the general manager, general manager of the Lakers. He actually met er, our cousin yeah. <laughs> Dan yeah. at the SEC tournament here in Nashville. Yeah. So I know
4: – Rob can come to Nashville. Did you say that Rob met Dan? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Rob met (laughs) Dan. That's that's (laughs) right. That's Um, right. And I won't say what John, Uncle John, has said on the thread, but this dude. Oh, owes Rob Polinka many apologies.
1: I'd like to have a face to face with him. Well,
0: I know all <laughs> these guys at this table have all these theories, and I can already see Polinka saying, Yeah, but that doesn't work with this <laughs> right. and that. You guys don't know what you're talking yeah. about. So <laughs> I would love to for Polinka. Stick, stick to your thread. Yeah. I already
3: told these guys, I'm glad that Jesus is not like, like them because, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, when a person does good, oh, he's amazing. <laughs> when he does bad, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible yeah. man.
0: So one is Rob. Polinka. and then the other one is a guy who um, I've read a, a book of his, and um, I've followed him on social media for years, and I actually know that he has um, graciously just gone on people's podcasts who are uh, maybe not huge followings uh, like him, but his name is Bob Goff. It's oh, oh, yeah. um, great, Bob Goff. If you know anything about him. Um, you know it would be a treat yeah, to have him yeah, here in this really room. Would. So if anyone out there has Bob Goff connections or Bob, think, if you're watching here, my name's Josh, and I'd love to have think, you on I this podcast. I think our boy
1: uh, Jeremy Williams
3: knows yeah. him. Yeah, so okay. Jeremy, Jeremy, former Jeremy. former guest of Do the show, Jeremy. Um,
0: yeah, I would love to have Bob Goff here on the show. Yeah. I think he'd be a treat. But well, uncles, I love um, this, Josh. Thank you guys for your time, and uh, thank you for... Supporting me for the last 100 weeks, and I look forward to the next hundred. Awesome. Happy awesome. 100th, man! Thank, thank you, you guys. For great go. job you're Love doing. You you guys. Let's Crushing go. it. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day.